0: It's no secret that my historically favorite music is typically of the folk or Americana or perhaps singer-songwriter genres, but every once in a while along comes a musician to pull me out of my comfortable niche. I think that perhaps the biggest influence for me is the content, the meaning of a song, and today's guest delivers transformational, world-healing lyrics in rap or hip-hop format. Alex Mead lives in Buffalo, New York, place with a lot of snow, and is a year-round bicyclist and a former computer introvert who was called to the stage in a quest to do work aimed to move the world in a much-needed direction. Whether performing with the bloodthirsty vegans or on his own, as my rap name is Alex, I find that he has amazing skills and transforming vision. Alex Mead joins us via Skype from Buffalo, New York. Alex, thank you so much for joining me for Song of the Soul.
1: Thank you for inviting me.
0: Well, it was so good to meet you this past summer. Because of one connection to another connection, I ended up staying at your house overnight without even knowing who you were. And I got to see you in your recording studio in your house. Could you describe a little bit the studio in which you work there?
1: Basically, I create sets based on a color theme. And then I put my recording equipment into it, which is just, it's very small and portable, so it easily fits into a small space. And then I do video performances that I place on YouTube, which is sort of a, I don't know, I feel very grateful to be born into the age that I'm born into and have this level of technology at my disposal. I have three iPads, which... I was a long-time resistor of technology and tablets and cell phones and all that stuff. But my wife, Sophia, was gifted an iPad from her work. And just slowly over time, very gradually, I started to realize, oh, my gosh, this thing can do this. Oh, my gosh, this thing can do that. Oh, my gosh, this thing can do this. and um. The profound thing that I've discovered that it could do was that a small little tablet that fits in my hand could give me a much broader sound palette, which is to say it could create the sounds of so many instruments just in a tiny little device that I could take with me. And instead of carrying around uh, you know, this amazing retinue of wires and heavy equipment, I eventually started replacing all that equipment with iPads. And now I just use three iPads to create my music.
0: Which is crazy, considering even, what, 20 years ago we had available to us. You're not a stranger to the world of technology, are you?
1: No, no. My degree is in computers, and I teach digital music from time to time. Recently, one of the things I've been trying to impart to some of the younger folks that I teach is that sitting there on their cell phones is superior to what in 1970, you know, these huge recording studios would pay hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars to acquire. I mean, the ability that they have to EQ and create effects and record on the fly, I mean, apart from not being possible back then, but um, it's just amazing how far technology is flying
0: and because of that, you can have a home studio that does amazing things.
1: Not even just a, a home studio. The latest series of videos that I'm doing on YouTube is actually uh, is, was mobile studio. I went to a place and shot five videos in front of the trees and the creek and the grass. And yeah, it was uh, semi-public, so I had to keep trying to not make eye contact with the people passing by. But yeah, I did a whole full performance just out with the trees.
0: Well, let's talk a little bit about your music, Alex. The website people are going to check you out at would be my rap name is alex.com. You've got a YouTube channel. You've been doing solo music for the last 10 years, but your involvement with the Bloodthirsty Vegans goes back even further. When did you start with the Bloodthirsty Vegans?
1: Well, to make a long story long, I was a person who had extreme performance anxiety, never wanted to do any kind of public speaking, public performing, anything in front of any audience, small or large. But I was a very big fan of rap music, and particularly what I consider to be rebellious or revolutionary rap music. And so I would write these lyrics, and I was starting to compile lyrics that I would just disseminate through the internet. And that was the extent of my aspiration with that. I just wanted to write some rap lyrics, put them on the internet, and have that be the end of it. In uh, 2000, uh, a very despicable human individual, George W. Bush, came to power in a coup and began doing all kinds of heinous things things, including invading other countries, and I went and protested and did everything I could think to do, and it seemed insufficient. Uh, I was writing full books and novels at the time, and people were telling me they didn't have time to read books, and so I was thinking, how could I distill these things that I'm trying to say into little four-minute encapsulated things, and that brought me back to the different songs that I was writing. And so through a very, very long and gradual process, I dragged myself to open mics and wrestled with myself until I became a performance poet and would do acapella rhythmic poetry that was very angry and very political, very upset with the direction that the country and global geopolitics was going. And just by random chance, a person came up to me and said, you need to do that poetry while my band, Bloodthirsty Vegans, makes music in the background, which was something I never really entertained or had considered. But the moment that we started practicing, I I agreed to it. And the moment we started practicing, I was awed by the power of music and how music can add so much to what I was trying to do with my words. That would be um, maybe 10 or 11 years ago. I mean, so really my start with doing anything musical was only because of Bloodthirsty Vegans.
0: And that is a great name. What's so bloodthirsty about those vegans?
1: Yeah, it's a great name. It travels well. People remember it. It's an attempt to uh, capture the contradiction that we are. Oddly enough, none of the current-day Bloodthirsty Vegans are original Bloodthirsty Vegans. People are allowed to come and go and fade in and out of the band as much as we want, but we've sort of evolved into a sort of stable core of five of us that have been there for a while. But yeah, the band Bloodthirsty Vegans in the name just came about because they were a church band and they asked the youth choir, which of these five names really resonates with you? And they had just a selection of silly things. I think one was Milk of Amnesia or something like that. The kids went with Bloodthirsty Vegans. And so that has been a great name to wear all
0: these years. And do you have to be any kind of either bloodthirsty or a vegan to be a part of the group?
1: I am a 24-year vegetarian. And I am the closest thing to a vegan that we have. I think we've had one actual true-to-life vegan. There have been some 60 people in and out of the band since it was first formed, uh, most of them before I joined. I can say unequivocally, you do not have to be a vegan. There is a definite thread of pacifism throughout our band's history, so you don't have to be particularly bloodthirsty either.
0: (laughs) So it's a complete mystery how it works.
1: The way it works is just that it's it's a fun and entertaining contradiction. That's what we want to bill ourselves as. I mean, it's sort of, that's what you're going to get when you watch Bloodthirsty Vegans
0: is just a paradox. So same as military intelligence and everything else.
1: It, yeah, it's a, I mean, it's intentional, non sequitur. It's attempting to be more humorous than military intelligence, I guess.
0: And in addition to what you do with the Bloodthirsty Vegans, you have your music, uh, which you do under the name My Rap Name is Alex. Why don't you get us started on your music right away, Alex?
1: I would love to share my song, All Winners. I think that would be a good example of what type of thing I do.
0: Could you give us, again, the layout? Because this is a video on YouTube people can watch as well. Yes. Give us the setting for this. How far back does this song go? What inspired it? Where does it come from? This song
1: comes from circa 2006 and 2007 after I had visited an intentional community for younger folks. was really, really feeling it. It was a community of people who really valued each other's talents and gifts and really radically wanted to get the best for and out of each other. I just had a completely different feeling coming out of that. I felt like prior to that experience, I had a very, very good concrete sense of what it was I was against, and I spent a whole lot of my time railing against it, and I feel that subsequent to that experience, I could now understand what it was that I was for so that I could spend time working towards what it is I did want to see in the world and in the immediate aftermath of that experience, I wrote an absolutely lengthy stream of consciousness that needed to be edited down to about a third of what I actually wrote, but that remaining third is the
0: song All Winners. Here it is, All Winners by Alex Mead, also known as My Rap Name is Alex. Who told you people be
1: what- Blind girls don't have feelings. Who told you you were too big to be sexy? I bet your quiet voice is not worth respect. Who says a magazine covers what you're supposed to be? She says you are, you look beautiful to me. I'm not too sure, too fat, too black, or too tall. I see nothing wrong with you at all. And as soon as we get your wings unfurled, your gifts are going to change the whole world. I had to do this first, see the truth of the beauty of the women of the earth, the children of the earth, the men of the earth, the beauty of myself, you know, my self-worth, the truth and the beauty of the people in between in the whole web of life, you know what I mean. try to get you out your seat. You ain't weak or asleep or creep or alone. So when I say revolution, come on, let's get it on. Soon as we get, our wings unfurled, Our gifts are going to change the whole Thank you. dangle self-made men, we're all made by our moms, gratitude to every mom and we all shine on like the moon and the stars and the sun and the one, everything freedom brings once we all can have fun, if we stand together we overcome, there's one human family no matter where you're from and now the world doesn't move to the beat of one drum but gratitude because there are enough drums for everyone. It is enough for everything we live within our means give your love and your touch and your rice and your beans and your smile is free. Give it away, give it away, it might bounce around the world and save your life someday.
0: composition of words, music, melody, creativity, all of that together mixed up in All Winners by My Rap Name is Alex. When you want to check out Alex Mead, go to Alex.com, links on nortonspiritradio.org, and he's here today as my guest for Song of the Soul. Let's talk a little bit about some more of the content in that song one of the lines that caught my ear as I was going through was demonstrate without anger. Some people will get absolutely furious at you if you <laughs> say you shouldn't be showing anger when you're demonstration. What we need is rage of the machine, you know?
1: Yeah, um, and I might even be one of those people. Again, I, I would just say that like in the immediate aftermath of feeling those feelings, I was very intent on building what it is that we do want to see. So, I mean, demonstration might even not necessarily refer to what people think of as a traditional demo, but just sort of demonstrating how it is to live with intention.
0: And how is it that you and Sophie, your daughter, how is it that you demonstrate that in your life? I do have the sense that you live it. You live what you're trying to sing about in All Winters. What do you find is the important elements of that?
1: For me personally, a lot of my efforts these days, I did spend a lot of time running around between activist groups and trying to give voice to all of the things that I thought were wrong and needed to be changed. Having a daughter has changed my perspective a lot. I'm a stay-at-home dad, so I spent a lot of my daughter's first formative years in minute-to-minute existence with her. That's sort of become my first priority is parenting. And so, I mean, that's a lot of how I change the world is just raising a good quality human individual.
0: And a wonderful tour guide. When I came to your home, she showed us around each room, pointed out what everything was. She was great.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's she's given to do that. She waits for new unsuspecting adults to
0: fall into her web. And so one way you do that positive living is by passing the good on to the next generation. Any other particular aspects of your household? You mentioned you've been a vegetarian for 20-some years. I guess as of this year, I've been a vegetarian for more than 40 years. Wow. So there's definitely a parallel path going on here.
1: Yeah, I I try to live my principles. I had been somewhat just, I guess, slightly left-leaning in my teenage and early adulthood, was working to support a car, and was working some really intense computer jobs, one of which I got laid off from. And I panicked, and I started to think, what am I going to do to get back into this fast-paced world of computer this and that? And instead, I, um, I don't know, I just, I had a slow epiphany, if that's another contradiction. <laughs> but yeah, I just sort of threw off my watch, cast off my necktie and decided not to work a job to support a car and spent the next eight or nine months walking everywhere. And that was such a wonderful slow pace that it really had an impact on my perspective on things. And just like seeing people daily in my out and about walkingness and being able to stop and have slow conversations was changing something within me. But then, as I say, my Uncle Walter sent up a bicycle and a bicycle is three to four times faster than walking. It was like an amazing ability to have the best of both worlds. So I'm a year-round bicyclist and have been for almost 20 years now. So, I mean, I do things that I suppose are living out my principles, but now I've been doing them for such a length of time that I'm not conscious of them anymore. And sometimes I'm very surprised and taken aback when people point them out to me
0: again. Well, we're going to keep going with your music, at one point, Alex, I considered having the motto for these programs be slow radio okay. because I want to sit and talk to you, right? I want to hear what's important, and you can't do that in a soundbite. But I still am aware that we're going to run out of time at 55 minutes, and people on the radio are going to switch over to something else. So let's share some more of your music and give them the flavor of that, and we'll talk a little bit more after that. What's next?
1: next song would be one that's called Disseminate Information, which is a live performance that I did here on local cable access television. I was really surprised by how well it came out. You know, you go to these things and you think, oh, I hope this comes out well. And you have a little nerves and perhaps some anxiety that it won't. But yeah, that one in the moment. For me, it sort of encapsulated what kinds of musical abilities that I've been trying to add to my lyrical abilities all these last few years of
0: study. And Alex Mead is, my rap name is Alex, it is Disseminate Information.
1: Music when it's real, they won't play it. Too much truth, they can't even say it, say revolution, and they'll delay it in the real world. People know they've had enough, sick and tired of living so fed up, but they try to act they get stuck in the real world. It's hard to plot a good strategy. Working part-time, J-O-B, number three, coming home to a hungry family. Make some tea out in the seat. I see GMP is my enemy, cause see my inner voice. Says me says, get on up, it's time to get free, yeah. Get on up, it's time to get free, yeah. Get on up, it's time to get free. Yeah. Get on up, it's time to get free. Love is when it's real, they get scared. One thing for which they are not prepared is people are new to truth and the care. Cause if you really love the living, I mean enough to give up your life. GE simply could not survive. McDonald's could not talk, they jive, you shot them down. Again and again and again, every time they come around with the temple from the legs, leave out town when he couldn't make a panty pants, so or a pound get down for real. Make sure your friends also all know the deal. Google update Morris, Hell and Steel, cause that's how you act when you love for real. Would you rather be a realist or a dealer Just have faith or really feel it. It's all about welfare and health care or freedom. Would you rather have the truth or TV? Because see, my inner voice says to me, it says, get on up, it's time to get free. Yeah, get on up, it's time to get free. one thing about courage when it's real they get mad they want their sheep will not be bad sit alone in the dark watch them more ads everywhere you look there's prisons every day they build building mo that's the real plan for housing the pole what the hell you think they built them all for brother like me i just stay awake get in where you fit in for the earth taken it's still one love with no time to hate get on up troll your own fate get on up troll your own fate yeah get on up troll your own fate
0: Alex Mead is my guest here today for Song of the Soul. This is Song of the Soul, a Northern Spirit Radio production, web, northernspiritradio.org with 12 and a half years of our programs, for free listening and download. You can also find connections. You want to track down the YouTube channel for My Rap Name is Alex. Come via northernspiritradio.org. All of our guests for the last 12 years, the song list, all of this information is available there, which stations carry our programs Also, there's a place to post comments, and this is really central for me. Two-way communication is what it's about. I'm talking today with Alex, but really I'd like to be talking with you, and you can start off that conversation by posting a comment on org. There's also a place to donate. Full-time work this is, and by clicking Donate, you can make it go ahead because it's not the government and it's not corporations that make this program exist. Even more important, though, than supporting me, and remember to support Alex as well, he has a Patreon account where you can help him it's really absolutely crucial that we support community radio and that's who carries this program all across the country start out by supporting them because without them our voices don't get out. And to some degree, Alex, I would say that in the song, Disseminate Information, that we just listened to, you're talking about getting that information out and that a lot of stations will shut you down. A lot of the avenues for getting our voice out there, they won't let you. As you say, if the music's real, they won't play it. If love's real, they get scared. If you show shown courage, they get mad. All of those avenues try and shut you down. But obviously, since you found your own channel right here, you're letting out that message. You mentioned your anxiety, your performance anxiety, which is supposed to be normal for a computer programmer. You know, I was a computer programmer (laughs) for so many years. I've never been the shy type, or at least not since 10th grade. I haven't been shy Your reason for overcoming your performance anxiety, which, you know, Jim Morrison had to go through that, too. I understand his first performance to a live audience, he had his back to the audience the whole time or something like that. What was your reason for overcoming your anxiety? What's the motivation there? What pushed you to be able to do that?
1: Well, like I said, the war in Iraq and the war in Afghanistan were huge motivating forces. And those motivated me to, at the same time, we were developing a local community radio station, and I was trying to support that endeavor. That community radio station would always have different advertisements for what was going on locally in terms of open mics and different arts and cultural type things. As I listened to the radio and tried to be a frequent caller to, you know, call in and support our programs that needed more call-ins, I would sort of vow to myself, you know, I need to go and start doing those open mics or make public some of these things that I have to say in that artistic context. So I started to go and I started to see poets who were just very animated and very loud. It was I guess nowadays there's a tendency towards slam poetry, and it's become very popular, and that is very animated and intense. But back then, like I would see poets that had that kind of intensity and in animation be very well received, and I thought that I really needed to adopt some of what they were doing in order to get people to listen and change the trajectory of this world because it was just on such a wrong trajectory to me.
0: Sometimes it just takes a super amount of motivation to achieve something that we know we'd like to go to, a place we'd like to go to, right?
1: Yeah, I was raised, I was an only child. Uh, As I say, there was a, a big Quaker foundation in my formative years. And so silence was very familiar to me. And my conversational pattern was always one of waiting until there was a long pause before speaking. I have a lot of trouble to this day in conversations where there are lots of people who have lots of siblings, ever feeling like it's my turn to talk. So yeah, there was a it was a huge, huge hurdle for me to get over a lot of my anxiety and terror. But as I say, uh, this pair of wars in particular the war in afghanistan and the war in iraq have been huge motivating forces and continue to be
0: well speaking of that why don't we go into another song i know you have a song about revolution that you'd like to share and i assume this dovetails at least to some degree with the kind of urgency you feel for changing our world that came out of those wars
1: yeah. This is the song, The Revolution. It comes from having faded out of the poetry world for a while, but then having a friend invite me to do a recitation in church, and I ended up writing this as a poem for that recitation, and it was good enough that I really wanted to get a, some kind of recording and put it on my YouTube channel, and so this is just a, a direct audio from that video that I made.
0: And I think the full name, The Revolution, may or may not be live-streamed? Yes. (laughs) Or The Revolution, by Alex Mead. The
1: Revolution may not be live-streamed, but then again it might. As it all goes down, you use the tools around to shed some light. The Revolution will not guarantee that your opinion tweets will be seen by who they say. You don't own your social networks or your Facebook feed on Revolution Day. You will not be able to download The Revolution from iTunes or Google Plays. You will not be able to Hulu The Revolution and binge watch to catch up on missed days. The Revolution may not be live streamed. You may have to put down your phone or even leave your home. They won't have a copy of The Re- Revolution at GameStop or PlayStation or Xbox. It will not come with four billion distinct plans to explore or even for Just one. Just one big one. And it will be under the gun. So let it be known, the revolution could be bombarded by drones, whether abroad or at home. We had more than a decade for outrage while they did it to other people, but now they can just hang up the phone. You will be televised during the revolution on closed-circuit TV. They'll scan your license plates, your face, your phone, or whatever the case may be. Will black mothers matter during the revolution? Black daughters? Black wives? I don't know, you tell me, how far have you ever seen a revolution in America get without black lives? Black is beautiful. Evidence gathered by black cell phones must matter a whole lot, because when we try to say cops fear and shoot black people, you told us we must be smoking pot. So let Sandra Bland's mother participate in a revolution in whatever way suits her best. Revolutions get a lot more forward momentum if everyone's not sitting around second-guessed. The revolution is not likely to weigh in on whether it's couldn't or could care less. The revolution probably won't be assisted much by perfect grammar or any of that mess. The revolution could not care any less what your genitals were at birth. The revolution won't be checking bathroom stalls or the contents of your purse. The revolution will not care to which god you pray or whether or not you're gay. The revolution will be much more concerned with what you do. say. The revolution will not and cannot just forget Fukushima or oil plumes in the Gulf of Mexico or mile-high mountains where it no longer snows. No, the revolution does not just want to write off low-lying islands and coastal cities. The revolution may not be pretty. The revolution will ever value the quality of life over the quantity of money. The revolution may read your 9-11 Commission Report, but only when it's in the mood to read something funny. The revolution will not fear the man, will not work with the man, or even refer to the man. The revolution will be too busy working on its restoration plan. So fix your gaze and give some praise to our new mixed-use Green Code Community Center. It used to be called the Pentagon, but it finally got to be time we were moving on. And while you're at it, shutter Capitol Hill and safety wrap all your most precious buildings. The revolution may emerge today on Manhattan Island like Occupy Wall Street times a billion. The revolution will not waste energy supporting fascists, even when the other fascist is a hundred times worse. The revolution refuses to be predictable and won't tell you what to rehearse. The revolution will not take seriously any talk of border walls, nor any religious prohibitions until we can determine what is going on. Why don't you go extreme vet yourself? Why don't you check yourself before you wreck yourself? Why don't you all take a long, hard look in the mirror and elect yourself? revolution may not be live-streamed. It may not be distinguishable from dreams. It may provide proper perspective on sports teams. The revolution may return you to the bay and see to it that we do some swimming. And hey, the revolution talks about patriarchy so much because it knows the value of women. United, we may yet stand Divided we surely all fall. The revolution may be so hard to spark because through long division they've divided us all. But as the sands of time slide through the bottleneck, things get really, really real. The revolution may need free thinkers, but not as much as it needs those who are free to feel. The revolution may not be fueled by apathy or hopelessness. This absolutely cannot. So we need to feel something and feel it fast. A revolution may be all we got.
0: Follow Alex Mead at his website, my rap name is Alex.com. i have a link to his YouTube channel. You can find him, of course, on Facebook as well. The Revolution may or may not be live-streamed. All that music in there is Alex uh, with the magic of his fingers, touching screens and keyboards, and, of course, his voice and his mind pulling together such powerful thoughts. We talked before we went on the air, Alex, about the fact that both of us have been somewhat in the way of late adopters in terms of technology. I mean, I've been a computer programmer since 1980, so you'd think that that would mean I kind of lean in that direction, but in fact, with respect to answering machines or cell phones or smartphones, I've been one of the late adopters. What do you think that's about for you, that kind of reluctance to bring that in?
1: Well, I don't have a specifically, like, technology resistance, but I do have a resistance to getting sucked into too much immediate communication, cell phones and things like that, where I feel like it takes away from the person I'm with at the time, takes away from my ability to have deep, meaningful conversations and eye contact and things that are very important to me. And actually, uh, I was very briefly... In a job where they required me to have a cell phone, and I describe it as they stapled a cell phone to me. And as soon as I was no longer in that job, I was very happy to cast off my cell phone and never uh, have one again.
0: And remove the staple. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) You mentioned that you recited the poetry there in church first. Which church was that? It was a UU church nearby. What's it called? You're in Buffalo, New York, folks. Yes, and it's it's called the UU Church of Buffalo. It sounds like a good place.
1: Yes, yeah, which I'm. I mean, it's church where they will allow me to say that stuff.
0: So, <laughs> <laughs> which is good. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. A lot of places might shut you down if you started any of that. Mm-hmm. How long have you been connected with them, or how how often do you go there?
1: It comes and goes. It sort of comes in waves. But I've been involved off and on since uh, 2002, maybe.
0: And you know, obviously, since we met through Quaker circles and such that I'm Quaker, have been for a long, long, long time. I consider
1: myself to have dual citizenship. (laughs) Do you have both passports? (laughs) Uh, No. I have Uh, no passports, actually.
0: There was a man who became a member of Quaker Meeting after having attended for 10 years. This was in the 1980s and he said the reason he decided to make his membership official was because he figured if the Reagan government started coming for the card carrying opposition, he wanted to have a card right, <laughs> and I thought that was just so wonderful that he says, okay if they 're going to start persecuting you know the Jews or the Quakers or whomever, I want to make sure i 'm identified with that group." <laughs> I can relate. (laughs) Yeah. One of the lines in there, Alex, that I really liked was you referred to a beautiful vision, the future where the Pentagon is now a new community center. That is so glorious. Yes.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that is sort of the crux of the idea of advocating for what it is that you do want to see in the world and remembering to always put some energy in that direction. I mean, there's definitely... Something to be said for not taking your eye off the ball and not losing sight of the things that we need to oppose on a daily basis. But I feel that it's very it's of paramount importance to always remember to spend some of your energy and allocate some of your time towards building what it is that you do want.
0: One of the things that I want to see in the future is more and more dancing. And having checked out a number of videos of you via YouTube, I'm aware that you've got the dance genes inside you. You you definitely have that. And I was kind of surprised. You know, the way I met you, the initial contact was right before the Friends General Conference gathering, the National Quaker gathering I go to each year, which was by Niagara Falls this year, which means that it was very near your home. And I saw you there, but I don't think I saw you at folk dancing. And yet, when I'm watching your moves in your various videos... I would say that you have had some folk dance experience. Am I wrong?
1: I have not had a folk dance or contra dance experience. I have many friends who are trying to conscript me. <laughs> but but yeah, one thing that, that's sort of hard to communicate, and I don't know how to communicate it, but one thing about the videos on my YouTube channel. As I say, there's a there's a color theme that goes through the various different videos. And there's me attempting to wear bright and vibrant colors usually and it's sort of important to me i spent my high school years uh, always wearing black and thinking that there was something very wrong about people who tried to stand out and thinking that the appropriate way for a human to behave is to try to blend into the background and not be noticed and not be so ostentatious and look at me look at me and one of the musical groups that I really loved and was really influential and formative to me is a group called Public Enemy. And they had two main vocalists, one of which wore black and was very wise and said a lot of very poignant things, and the other of whom wore bright colors and did a lot of buffoonery and dancing, and clowning around. And one thing that just sort of occurred to me as I moved on through life, as much as I still believe that's like an amazing marketing decision that they made that like really worked. But I think that that bifurcation of trying to separate wisdom and joy, I just feel that I first of all need to adorn myself with all this bright colorfulness in order to keep pushing myself out of my shell in order to prevent me from retreating back into being um, a person that's hiding under my musical equipment. So part of the purpose of the colors is to make it impossible for myself to hide. But another important aspect is just to remember that as much as it is my mission to deliver wisdom, it is also my mission to deliver joy and to dance because how much more powerful can this music be when it moves you to dance. So it's just part of the mission.
0: Well, I think you're naming my soul there, Alex. Dance for me. You know me as a dancer, but this radio stuff, the music, I mean, all of these things are just absolutely crucial. And you can be joyfully profound. And to put those two together is highest aspiration. And let's do that with one more song. I have the feeling that Toaster... You must have been dancing throughout. I didn't see any video with this yet, but I can hear the movement happening. Tell us a bit more about it.
1: Yeah, Toaster has a lyric in it that says, uh, moving all four feet to the beat is how you show space and time some respect. So it's definitely a song that was created with dancing in mind. I, as you said, do this music. I make all the different sounds that you're hearing are all produced by me on these three iPads. And so, unfortunately, sometimes I'm flying the ship so hard that I'm concentrating so hard that I don't remember to dance. The video is available
0: online. I'm not; It's a complicated link. Can I give you the link? You sure. Why don't you include the link, and I'll put it on org with your program. Okay.
1: But, yeah, this was the former drummer from our band, Bloodthirsty Vegans, has an amazing, wonderful project called Knowledge Fire. And... I had a performance that I did at the Black party that they did as a friend-raiser, and it was a lot of fun. And, yeah, this is just live audio from it.
0: Any other major themes? I think we want to go out listening to Toaster. So any other themes that you want people to pay attention to as we go into this? I had the impression that, in some ways, this is an active dance invitation to get introspective. Uh, there's a line in there, when you look inside your mirror, what do you see? it's like, okay, I'm dancing, and I'm going to look in the mirror. What am I? Where am I? What am I reflecting? What am I living? What am I putting in the world?
1: Yeah, the former drummer that I mentioned actually was the person who came up with the title of this song. He had some lyrics to a, something that was called This Song is a Toaster, and it was really ephemeral and sort of you know not... I I tend to write very concrete stuff that's very specifically about something. But this was the exact opposite. It was very freewheeling. And so the lyrics that I have in my song, Toaster, were an attempt to write something that sort of matched the spirit of the lyrics that I inherited with what he wrote.
0: Well, people are going to love it. It is Toaster. Toaster. It's by Alex Mead. We're going to close with this one. Alex, I'm just so thankful that I stumbled into your house, that I saw your marriage scroll on the wall there. Before that, I had no idea of your connection with your own Uncle Walter, who's been a friend of mine for many years. And to see his name on that, I said, what? I'm, he? How does this connect up? I was right. <laughs> It was a miracle. It's
1: a small world after all. Yeah. Real quickly, before we go, I would just love to say, please check me out on uh, YouTube. As Mark was saying, the ability to have dialogue with people and getting comments and feedback back is just super, super helpful. And uh, this has been a remarkable week for me that I was not expecting because my YouTube subscribership went up by some 30% in one week. Yeah, I am a person who loves to have a modern vehicle all this technology at my disposal to broadcast my message out to people but even more so i would love to have it evolve into something where i can have two-way communication with the people who receive it and i just i love having the ability to talk through social media with the people that i um make this
0: music for so remember folks to reach out and make contact with Alex Mead. Again, his YouTube channel. The link's on NordenSpiritradio.org. And you can find it from his website. My rap name is alex.com. And here it is, Toaster by Alex Mead. And we'll see you all next week for Song of the Soul.
1: It's it's in the great, good, good, good to see you. Looking all fly, I guess I could wanna be a seer. Me and Sophia feel that it is crystal clear this is beginning it's winning and we're all winners here. But let me stop playing, might not know I'm saying. You might not know me from Adam and hate that is okay, but when i Inside the mirror, I still see another captive, trapped in minimum security. A bit of probability for sensitivity. Trying not to let my inhibitions inhibit me. My ancestors don't recognize me. They have. Different uses, for chicory But since then we've changed the view our habitat differently. I've come into it on natural nature deficiency. But I'm studying to try to get it back. And that's me. When you look inside your mirror, what do you see? When you look inside, 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 you look inside, you look inside your mirror, what do you see? fleecing of the game, upon the mirrors of owning, renting, or leasing. Mirrorless verbs, full sounding, empty words, here they distract us from the actions to maintain heard when you touch your another spine is the only thing lasting left behind, it's time to shake you behind with the first friends that you can find, even in the line. of old lemmings, trying to recollect how to reconnect moving on four feet to the beat is how you show space and time, some respect No sky contact, smile a little something, a face gets annoyed find those fleeting moments of freedom and explode into the void, shove it on through you've got to, like an elevator We'll oh, bring drop out onto the floor And then bring it a little more It's time for a It's not a moment to stay Love like life itself depends on it We'll get there Love like life itself Like life itself Like life itself Like life itself Love like life itself depends on it